Hey, 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 welcome back. It's Monday. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. Let me get everything queued up here while you guys come on into the room. Again, I hope everyone had a wonderful day. Um, as usual, I did. First, let me say, if you're watching this on the replay, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I always appreciate it. If you're listening to this on one of the podcast outlet replays, as always, thank you so much for doing that. I really do appreciate it. Well, 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 look who came on into the building. You rested over there, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Are you all rested up? So, um... Tonight's topic, man, man, man. We're just going to jump right off into this. Hey, Karen, how you doing? I missed you guys the last few days, but I did try and pop on Friday while we were at the event, but um, at the event, but I didn't come on over the weekend. Just needed to rest, regroup, you know, get sometimes you just have to take a break, get yourself together, have some me time, right? Regroup, right? Recharge. Amen. So tonight's lesson, my, my, my. Talking about that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost power, right? And, and I have to give uh, honor and credit where it's due. I heard two very powerful sermons over the weekend. The first one coming from my sister, Mel. I'm telling you, you guys, she preached a beautiful, powerful, hey, Chewy, Mel preached a, um, preached a beautiful, powerful sermon yesterday. Um and it was titled Sick and Tired. I'm telling you, it was wonderful. And then later on, I heard another powerful sermon. It was the 77th Assembly of the uh, the Church of God. And uh, Bishop Juan Garcia on, I believe it was Wednesday night, um, either Wednesday or Thursday, but I think it was Wednesday night. My, 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 that, that man, I'm telling you, I don't even know if the walls at the Orlando Convention Center are still standing. And I don't know if any of you have ever been in the convention center when um, I lived there in Florida I did go a couple of times there were a few events that I attended there I don't even know if those concrete walls are still standing because Bishop Garcia he brought the Holy Ghost power and he spoke that sermon he spoke a lot of things that it seems either people are blind to afraid to speak about um, but it's things that I've talked about things that my sister Mel and I have discussed so after hearing those two powerful sermons this weekend I said you know what um, I was sitting earlier and the Holy Spirit, you know how I always wait. And I said, this is what I want to talk about. And he said, you know what? Go ahead, carry the torch. So my lesson tonight, I've kind of married their two sermons and put my tornado spin on it, right? Because I have to give credit where it's due. So I initially titled this, What's Your Albert, Mr.? get some Holy Ghost power. We need more of that Holy Spirit. It seems like there's a lot of rushing, ushering in, ushering out. Let's hurry up. You know, come on in, Holy Spirit. Okay, go, go, go. We got things to do. We got to get out of here. And, 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 and that's not how any of this works. Not to me, at least, right? So, our scripture basis, you guys know I like to uh, frame everything, right? So for those of you that like to follow along with the word, I'll be coming out of Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. Um, that's where we're coming from. And I have a few other scriptures that I'll be putting in. I'll be in Proverbs. I'll also be using a portion of Ezekiel, portion of Ephesians. So if you're trying to um, keep up, the main part of it will be coming from Isaiah. But you may have to go back and catch the replay for those that like to follow along. And also, I need to remember to um tell you guys before i close out 
a project that I've been working on since January. It's finally done and I have um, the proof copy, I guess the prototype copy. I have it sitting right here beside me. So don't let me forget to show you guys that, but let's get into it and talk about the power of God, right? Because I know how good God is. You know, I know Karen knows, I know Mel knows, but for that person that may be feeling disconnected and saying, you know what, I I'm done with this faith thing. This don't work for me. You know, I'm here to say tonight, plug in, recharge, reconnect, whatever it is that you need to do, right? So the first reference I want to pull is a reference that um, Sister Mail used yesterday. And let me just share this out real quick before I get started. A reference Sister Mail used, you may be familiar with the movie Color Purple. I've talked about it before because it was one of those movies that before I really, really got into the healing process, really started to take care of those inner things because of the content of that movie, it was hard for me to watch it. I would flinch and, you know, I'd more so get angry than anything else when I watched it. But, you know, now uh, I, I watched it so many times that I can go along with the movie. I'm one of them people, if you watch it with me, I'm going to quote the whole movie as we go through it because I watched it so many times. But in that movie, there's a character. Um, and so that's where part of my, my title comes from. Um, what's your mister, right? And, and in that movie, or if you've seen the stage play or read the book, but his real name, um, as Suge Avery reveals to us in, in the movie, is Al. But Al, but y'all know how she said it, right? So now the thing about him, um, he had a few traits. Let's talk about those traits, right? You do the same thing, male, so we'll get along great. We can just take turns quoting off of the movie, right? So now let's talk about some of the traits that Mr. had. Now, Mr. Um, is what Seeley knew him as, uh, right? And I hope um, <laughs> nobody watches this that hasn't seen it, you know, because I don't want to spoil it, ruin it for you. But there's so many other working and moving parts to this movie, Um so I don't think I'll ruin it too much, but you know, Mr. As Seeley calls him, but as you know, when Suge Avery comes onto the scene, she's like, his name is Al, but you know, so, hey, welcome Miss Chavez. So some of the traits that he had, controlling, um, a little ignorant, you know, um, arrogant, domineering, overbearing, bitter, angry, very uh, repressive, repressing person, right? Um, an isolator. He, you know, her, um, as in one part of the movie, she says, you know, you took the only person from me that you knew who truly loved me, right? And, and that was her sister. So he wanted to keep Celie as isolated as possible. You know, and I could list, um, you know, more traits about this man, but, you know, also uh, verbally abusive and occasionally physically abusive, right? So that's where the portion, and just framing this for everybody, when I say, what's your Albert? You know, what's your mister that you're dealing with, right? Um, because these are some of the traits that he had. These are are what Seeley had to put up with and also the other people around him, right? So there comes a point in the movie when uh, Suge leans over and informs him, well, we leaving, we heading back to Memphis, and oh, by the way, Seeley coming with us. Well, at this point, Mr. Overbearing decides, uh-uh, this ain't gonna happen over my dead body, right? So uh, he proceeds to inform her that she's not going anywhere. But by this time, Seeley was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hey, Waters, glad to see you. Amen. All the saints coming into the building. Seeley was sick and tired of being 
men sick and tired. Anybody relate to what I'm talking about? You just so fed up and you just like, man, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. You just on your, you to the point where sometimes you just on your own nerves because you're just sick and tired and fed up. And then you also saying, God, what is the hold up here? What am I missing? What's going on? So that's where I'm going to frame in and plug in that last part about that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost power, right? Because sometimes as we got it up here, we need to plug in and recharge, right? And kind of need to lick our finger a little bit and stick it in the socket and get a little zap and say, oh, glory, got that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost power. I need to re-plug into this thing because, you know, sick and tired and sick. You've been there, done that, Karen, right? So being sick and tired all the time, fed up, doesn't cut it. We have to do something else, right? So let's go ahead and keep breaking this down here. Keep framing this, right? So once Seeley uh, and everybody at the table is informed that, look, I'm leaving. I'm going with Suge. I'm tired of you controlling me. Uh, you know, you took my family, my, my kids, you know, and uh, I found all the letters that you've been hiding from me. You know, you you have hit me for the last time. You have talked crazy to me for the last time. I'm not going to do it, right? And when he tries to stop her, she's at that sick and tired, fed up point. She summoned that strength within herself. You know, and, and you almost have to wonder, man, does she go and read, you know, a portion of the scripture? Because if you watch that movie, a lot of the things that they say, you can relate as with present day with our lives we can relate it right into the scripture. So at one point you, and when he tries to stop her, she's like, until you do right by me, everything you think about is going to fail. Right. And he's looking like, you, you talking to me because he's she's never stood up for herself she's never had that courage she's never really plugged into that power that inner strength to stand up and say uh-uh this is the last time it ain't gonna happen and she even tells him that jail that you plan for me is the one that you're gonna rot in right so they head up to come out the door. At this point, he goes to raise his hand. He's like, oh, you think you're leaving here? Uh, you're not going nowhere. But when he does that he really finds out the true power the true strength that she is standing behind he really finds out that she's sick and tired one of my most favorite you know chilling parts of the movie hey sandra hey there's my girl sarah coming in glad to see everybody hey there's my sister-in-law was y'all all hanging out because y'all all three came in at the same time glad to see all my saints and sisters in the building right so at this point when he goes to raise his hand she does that famous oh uh-uh uh-uh and, and he's so shocked by it right when a person finally sees wait a minute i think karen's fed up she's not finna take any more of this wait a minute i think sarah's fed up you know and, and he's so shocked that he's just standing there with his mouth open and in that powerful scene you know she has her fingers and she's like well everything you done to me is already done to you right but she didn't sit there hey welcome victory you know she didn't sit there and say i'm gonna come back i'm gonna burn your farm down i'm gonna come back and have people kill you she did say once she got her kids and her sister from africa they were gonna sit around and give him a good licking right um well i'm a, um they didn't quite say it like that they said it a little bit more funnier but you get the picture right so uh you almost have to look can't help but pull in proverbs 20 and 22 say not thou i will recompense evil but wait on the lord and he shall save 
thee, right? That scripture that we like to take and say, uh, when we like to say, vengeance is mine. No, the Lord says, I got this. Vengeance is mine. I will handle this. So she gets on in the car with her strength, her power, and she just riding off looking at him, just waving like I'm out of here. You know, but as Mel said in her sermon yesterday, there's some situations to where people are so beat down, they're so held back and suppressed, they're like, man, do I stay or do I go? But then that thing clicks in their mind and they say, you know what, I'd rather be dead than to continue to stay here and put up with this. I will take my chances, right? And so they say, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to run if it kills me, but at least I try. He is a just God. Amen. Every time, you know, so you have those people to say, I'm up out of here. Like a lot of the slaves, they were like, I'm not staying here. I would rather be dead than to continue to go through this. I'm at least going to try and make a run for it. Amen. So a lot of people that are in different lifestyles, different situations, you know, uh, they like, uh-uh. And there's a part where Celie, um, you know, speaks about being free and she like, uh-uh. Oh, when she says I might be black and I might be ugly, but by God, I'm here. And at that point, just a freedom. And it's even giving me chills just thinking about how she says in that movie, she says, you know what? I might be all of those things that you just called me at the end of that table, but guess what? I'm going to walk freely out that door and you can stay here because I found myself. I've found my strength. I've summoned that inner spirit. I've recharged. I've reconnected, right? And so that, and that's how I'm framing this because you know you guys are always like, where's Torah going with this thing? Sometimes that's how we need to summon in when we can't can't find that strength in our own, right? We need to rest in the Lord. Isaiah 40, 29, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength, right? So when we can't find it ourselves, it's time to plug in to God's power and say, charge me, Lord, charge me, oh God, especially if he's given you a charge, if you know he's given you a charge to take, like he's given me the charge to say, Torah, there's people out there that need to hear your story. There's people out there that need to hear your ministry. So if it's a day when I'm not quite as charged up as I need to be, that's when I have to get in my word and say, Lord, charge me up, stick my finger in the socket and recharge. I need the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what we have to do sometimes. But I also want to intercede here and say, there's a portion now, those familiar with Miss Sophia, with those just coming in, hey, Mama Moses, I didn't see you. I'm so sorry, uh, but I see you now. Welcome, saying There's a part where Miss Sophia, those of you familiar with the movie Color Purple, that's what I'm framing tonight's lesson around. He is my power source. Amen. All day long. 365, 24-7, baby. Um, there's a scene where Miss Sophia speaks up. She got locked up, right? And at the point, when Celie finally stood up and found her power, it gave Miss Sophia her power in the same way. So when I've sat and said before, you may be feeling down. You may feel like nobody's watching, but you don't know. So you have to carry the charge, recharge, do whatever it takes to keep yourself filled with that power of the Holy Spirit because there's people out there that need us and they need us to lead them to God. It's not about 
about feeling the, the, the pew count, right? It's not about feeling we never run out of power with Jesus. Come on, Karen. It, it's not about, you remember back in the day when I was growing up in old Mississippi Baptist, we had the little number up there and we put the little number up for the number attending in Sunday school, the number that attend the morning service, right? It's not about seeing how many numbers we can get on that board. It's not seeing, not about seeing how many people we can fill into our groups, right? Because just like inside of the church building, because you know that we are the church, we are the, the, our flesh, our, us, our, these fleshly beings, me, you, Karen, male, you know, we are the ecclesia. We are the body, many members, one body, 40,229 denominations, but many, uh, 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 many members, but one body, right? So we need to all, hey, there's my sister Miriam coming in. So glad to see you. So we need to get in accord, right? And when it comes in accordance, if we're going by the word and we're being guided and saying, come on in, Holy Spirit, I don't see how there is any disagreement. I just don't understand this split and this divide. Come on now, somebody, let's talk about this. So then when, me, and so let me get back on here before I start on that. When, 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 Sophia sees that Celie uh, has found her strength. Sophia has been sitting there at the table with her head hung down because she got locked up for a while for uh, uh, for some actions that she took, for, uh, you know. So she's just gotten home uh, 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 from prison that day. Been locked up a long time. Face all beat up, you know, and everything. Eye all cocks just all, you know, but what? But, uh, but no matter from that, she was still sitting there. And when she watched Celie plug into that source and find her power she looked up and she just started laughing right but there was a part and where she said you know I know what it's like to want to go somewhere and can't I know what it's like to want to sing but have it beat out you right so to those when I say, the, to the, you, for those of you not familiar with my story, I, I'm not going to go through all of it tonight, but the rape, must, uh, the rape, molestation, um, the bullying, you know, just, all right, Sarah, all of that brokenness. Hey, hey, welcome, Janice. Um, you know, to those um, that are going through that, if, it's, if you've been in that situation, or if it's your current situation, or also another part of my story, if you're sitting in, in, in the homosexual lifestyle and you're saying, how do I come out of this? And people telling you that you can't come out of this, that you're stuck in it, but you're sitting behind a wall. You got a veil over your face saying, I want to come out of this thing, but I don't know how to do it. Just like I talk about in my book, you got to reverse yourself out of that thing. You got to walk back through with your Gideon boots. So as Sophia said um, to Celie, I know what it's like to want to sing and have it beat out you. For those that are dealing with that, I know what it's like to want to speak up, but you can't. You feel like your vocal cords are locked. But I'm here to tell you, welcome, Sharita. I'm here to tell you, speak out. Speak your truth. Speak from your heart. Say, God, release me. I want to be delivered from this thing. This is not me. This is not the purpose calling in charge, amen, that you have for my life, and I'm ready to step forward from it. I sit here to tell you it is possible to come out of that, amen. Another thing, I know what it's like to, to, to you feel the change. You feel yourself, you know, as, as 
come wanting to come out of that cocoon in a new shell and be that butterfly, but you're worried about what they gonna say. How are they gonna look at you? You've heard me tell the story of when I started growing my hair back. When I said I did this was not me. This, the rape and the molestation is what drove me to this and figuring all of that out. Thank you for the super hearts. Amen. Thank you, thank you so much. And putting those pieces together so I know what it's like to want to come out of that cocoon but I'm here to also tell you they gonna say what they want to say but the one thing about it is in the end you got a charge to carry you got a mission to hold you only got one person to worry about what he not they are gonna say when you stand before him and he says you know what well done my child you went through a rough patch you rode that ocean you rode through that storm but you came out of it you stood on the ground that I gave you is uh, 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 John 8 and 36 if the son therefore shall make you free ye shall be free indeed amen somebody know what I'm talking about the son that has the power of freedom ye shall be free indeed and I'm coming from Mel's favorite version this week with most of my lessons most of the time I use the the, the new King James version or either the NLT but this week God said come on baby I need you to teach it. I need you to go back to the authentic word. I need you to teach it from the King James Version. Give them the thee the thou is. Remind them of the power. Awaken. Remind them that they need to recharge and come forth. That I'm sitting here waiting. Amen. So I wanted to intersect that in about that part. So you never know what changes when you recharge and refuel yourself and tap into that Holy Spirit. Good power. The same way when Sophia sat there and says, shoot, Selah done come up out of this thing. Let me come up. My spiritual family has encouraged me to come out of my cocoon. Come on now. Come on out, Mama Moses. You know, and, and you never know who's watching that. They may never tell you, but somewhere down the road, it, it, you may get that feeling and say, oh, wait, I'm feeling something. You know, the Holy Spirit may have you a way of letting you know it, there's a, where there's a will, where it's his will. They say where there's a will, there's a way where it's his will and his way. Hey, you'll always get what's coming to you. Hey, welcome, Joan. Glad to see you. So let's look at, I want to look at the full portion of Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. The basis, the foundation that we're coming out of tonight. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So I'm here to tell you, when you tap into that power, that Holy Spirit power, and say, God, I need not just the, I don't need just the Father and the Son. I need the whole works. I need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we had a guest preacher that came in, and he broke that down in a good way. He said it's like, um, he related it to like a, a green card kind of marriage situation, right? So you're over, just say you're visiting over, you know, and you see this nice Brazilian honk and, you know, he winking at you and you winking and you just thinking, oh, mm-hmm. And right before you get ready to leave, he comes up and says, hey, Marilyn, 
I want to come. I've been watching you. I want to come with you to the States. And he holds that ring out and he's all proposing. Everybody's looking. He's like, will you marry me? But before you can answer, he says, but let me tell you, I don't want, I don't really want you. I just want the green card. I need access to get into that country. But I'm going to be honest enough and man enough to tell you, I don't really want you. I don't want no parts of you. I just want what you're able to offer me. I just want a small portion. So sometimes when we say, God, you know what? I, I, I just want God. You know what? Well, you know what? I don't want nothing to do with God, but I'm going to read a few of these scriptures and be selective. I'm going to take the sun this week. Well, this week, I don't want to. You know what? Give me a little bit of the Holy Ghost, and that'll get me through this week right here. I don't need any other part. Baby, no. You need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost to summon that thing and say, recharge me, oh God. Recharge me so I can walk in my power with your power. Amen? Because that's how that works. Because without his power, we have no power. All right, let's come on with this. And as I mentioned, John 8, 36, right? If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And once a person is determined that there is nothing that you, me, or anybody else can do to convince them otherwise, there is no stopping them, especially if they being fueled with the Holy Ghost power. Amen. Somebody out there, that's right. Come on, male. They all work together. That's how that works. You always hear me say, that's not how any of this works, but this time, that's how that works. You can't have one without the other. You need the whole thing. You can say I do to somebody, but if it's not reciprocal, if you're not equally yoked, that's not how any of that works. You need the whole package. You just can't put on the ring and say, as Shug said, I'm mad now. And the daddy looked at her like, mm-mm. But you also remember that powerful part in that movie when she was sitting there and the Holy Spirit has a way of weaving through cracks, coming across fields, coming across highways, byways, and hedges, coming through doorways, coming in the closets where we trying to hide at closets where we hiding that we really want to come out of but the Holy Spirit has a way of coming through that thing and that Holy Spirit reshook and she was sitting out there and she just started walking to her daddy and she started singing I can't sleep at night right and she walks up in that church y'all remember color purple she walks up in that church and the daddy just looking like my 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 baby's home and she looks at him you remember the part and she says see daddy sinners have souls too. That's what we have to do. We have to look up and say, see daddy, sinners have souls too. I'm ready to come home. And you remember in the movie when the father stood in the pulpit and he just held his arms out and he hugged his child. He welcomed her right on back in. The same way that prodigal son, when the daddy saw him coming a ways up the road, he didn't wait on him. He ran to meet him. That same way when we said, Lord, you know, cause he ain't pushy. It's man says sinners have souls too he ain't pushy he's he, he just waiting he's just waiting the lord caught her attention amen sarah the lord caught her attention and he's just waiting right to get our attention he ain't pushy he's not trying to push his way in he's not slamming us on the ground you know he's not uppercutting us you know well sometimes he'll jab at us and stab at us we'll be like gone i ain't ready yet mm -mm, i ain't ready yet i ain't ready to come home i'm gonna stay out here in these streets you know we'll go through that thing with him and he's like okay I'm going to be right 
over here talking to uh Gabriel and you know all of them. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go over and see what Abraham got going on. I ain't talked to him in a while. I'm gonna go see what he got going on. I might uh, if I ain't at Abraham's place, I might be over hanging out with Jeremiah. He's just gonna go and do his thing until you're ready. But once you call, once you call him and you invite him in, he said, Hey, I'm ready. Come on. Come on back. That's how that works, right? So I again pose the question, what's your mister? What's your Albert that's holding you back, right? Uh, what, what's summoning? What's stirring inside that you want to be free from, right? Let's look at Ephesians 6.12. Because we have to remember, for we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places because remember everything that we know is that oh that's the devil mm -mm, that's the de remember he knows all those tricks he's just been playing them sometimes he tries to disguise it for us so it looks a little different like he came up with something new but it ain't really nothing new it's the same old stuff that he always been doing right somebody out there know what i'm talking about right so sometimes we when we need that help we need to remember we need to call and say father son holy ghost come on in it's like this here. Let me explain. You know how I like to use examples. We got this power plug here, right? You see it always so has this off and on switch on it. I could plug anything into this, and it's not going to come on until I flip the power switch. God is that power switch. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is that power switch. You can plug into any one of these all day long. It can be plugged into the electrical outlet, but until you flip it to the part that says on right there, ain't nothing going to happen. You're not going to be able to charge up properly. So when you're wondering and saying, hey, where am I missing at? Where am I coming up short? Where am I not plugged in? Do I got something that's loose? Y'all remember Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation? when he had that had the whole house lit up and he but it was that one bulb that wasn't tight and he's just plugging it in just plugging and like what is going on here and it's that one bulb that needs to be lit it's that same way it, and you when you're saying what's going on why is everybody you know uh, again that's another problem looking at what is going on with everybody else when we need to be looking within saying what's going on with me but until you flip the switch hey that's right until you flip that switch you can plug it in all day long that's what we have to remember and say you know what maybe that's what i'm missing maybe you know what maybe it's a bulb that needs tighten and then you're like my my mind remember when he turned that one bulb the whole house lit up blinded half the block once he finally figured out it was that one bulb because he had about forty thousand volts plugged in at his house on the movie right so now let's transition into this part when we say father Son, Holy Spirit, come on in. We got to stop rushing him in and rushing him out. If you come, it's like when somebody calls you and they just blowing up your phone, blowing up your phone, and you finally call them back. Hey, girl, what's the emergency? Oh, girl, I just want to see what you was doing. That's what you call me for. That's what you call me for. Or somebody comes, hey, can you get over here right now? And you're rushing, you're thinking something wrong, you think it's an emergency, and you get over there and they're like, girl, I just want to show you my new goal fit. You just stopped me. I just ran over here through traffic. We went through all this stuff. You, is this all you want to show? This all you calling me for? Or you show up and they're like, oh, I just wanted to talk a few minutes. Really? 
that we can't treat the Holy Spirit that way. When he comes in and he says, it's time here, I'm ready to work. We can't turn him around. You know, I was watching something and there was more concern for making sure that the offering didn't slip out the sanctuary. Come on now, that the offering didn't slip out the uh, slip out the sanctuary. Then the people that were Holy Ghost filled, the people that were feeling it. We are not puppet masters. Our God doesn't work in a box. Come on now, somebody. Come on. And if you got on open toe shoes, you better go put on some steel toe boots. Cause I'm not here uh, to convictualize you, but I'm here to speak the truth from the Word. I'm here to tell you what the Holy Ghost says. He's tired of being put call and then say you know what I, 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 I'm going to need you to go I need to collect my offering I need to make sure I get everything I need from these people before they go but however you aren't giving the people what they need you are not feeding them properly you're coming in and you're diluting it down like a lot of times when my daughter was young and my money was a little thin. So I said, man, this little thing of Similac got to last. So I'm about to water this down a little bit. I got to cut her oatmeal, you know, a, a little light. We cannot do that from the pulpit. We got to stop that. We got to stop watering down the gospel just because it makes you feel a little bit better. Oh, I don't want everybody to leave. Well, you know what? When they get out there and they find out that they need the Father, the Son, and and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost power to properly plug in and recharge, they gonna come back. And if we all get in agreement, you ain't got to worry about them going around the block to the other person church. If we stop and combine and everybody get on one accord, everybody got everybody under one roof. Amen. But no, everybody, I want my own. I want it. But that's a whole nother scope. But we need to quit rushing and ushering the Holy Spirit in and out so fast, right? We need to allow people to be fulfilled. Cutting the truth makes it false. Come on now, Sarah. And, and you that may be another reason you're missing out on that source. And when I say it's time to call on that Father, that Son, and that Holy Ghost, right? We give ourselves to a lot of things. You know, you may say, well, Torah, I don't know. Hey, Charles, glad to see you. You may say, well, Torah, I don't know about giving myself. Um, fully, you know, to the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, water down, false word, and you will be judged. Come on now, come on now. You know, uh, you're willing to give yourself to the drugs. You're willing to give yourself to other people. You're willing to give yourself to alcohol. You're willing to give yourself to idolatry. You're willing to give yourself to immoral sexual acts. You're willing to give yourself to fornication. You're willing to give yourself to self-gratification. You're willing to give yourself to greed. You're willing to give yourself to unforgiveness. You're willing to give yourself to hatred. Come on now, you're willing to give yourself to idolatry and you say, oh, wait, she laying them out. Oh, I can lay them out all night. You're willing to give yourself to covetousness. You're looking at other things. You're lusting, you know, after possessions, power, and prestige, those three Ps to get a lot of people in trouble, that power, that prestige, right? And those possessions, all the things that don't matter in the end. You're willing to give yourself to those things. I say, how about be just as willing to say, come on, Holy Ghost. I'm ready to give you myself, my full self. As the song said, 99 and a half won't do. I'm ready to give you 100%. Come on, why not, Yeshua? That's what I'm talking about. And you think about this. The power grids may fail, right? Uh, right before I came on, the power glitch. It's kind of storming outside. The power glitch, right? That may fail. 
We may not have that, but the one thing about or you may not have the money. You may be sitting there watching another 40 hours of Netflix and the power go out and you say, what happened? And then you say, oh yeah, I forgot. I didn't have the money to pay the bill. That may fail, but the one thing about the power of the Holy Spirit, that never fails. Let's look at Jude 1, 17 through, uh, let's look at 1, 17 here. Um, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. That's what we need to be looking for. Not them three P's, right? We need to be, and it's right there, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. We're not looking at tomorrow. I'm not looking at an hour from now. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking beyond. I'm saying, why not give my, uh, not, why not give me yourself to you? Hey, that's what I'm talking about, Jude 117. It's the power source that's never going to fail. Even if Niagara Falls was to shut down, one of the largest power sources that we know that we got going, even if that were to stop running today, the power of the Holy Spirit is going to keep on running, right? And, and you may say, well, how do I get to these things, Tori? Well, you know what? I'm glad you asked because I'm going to tell you, right? And if you got somewhere to go, you know, I understand. The replay is going to be here. I don't take my replays down. I don't repurpose and charge for them down the road. It will be here. But y'all know I got a little touch of that Baptist in me. So when I say I'm almost done, I'm almost done. So uh, let's look at it here. Come to life power that makes you come alive you remember frankenstein and they had to put all these bolts in him and stitching up making it plain y'all know how i like to do it i like to break this down so if one of my nieces and nephews are watching auntie which they are known to do if they watching it they say i understand what auntie's saying i'm only six but i understand every word that she's saying the word of god is not meant to be convoluticated yeah i made that word up because people like to make up words and convolute the word and have y'all confused and you don't know which end is up, amen? Somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? Thank you, Mel, thank you. Yeah, like Frankenstein, they had to piece them together. When they got it done, they had to crank the thing up and they had to go up there and be, they had to call on the power to get the power for the lightning to come down. But that's not how it works. When we say, Holy Spirit, Father God, Son, uh, uh, I need you to come on down. He said, hey, I've been waiting on you to call me. We ain't got to go through all that rigmarole. We ain't got to put bolts in the side of our head, you know, and have somebody, you know what, be like, Marilyn, uh, can you come down here and, and crank me up so I can be up on the roof so in a storm I can recharge myself? We ain't got to do that. He made it easy for us, right? Amen. Come on now, Sarah. That's what we got to do here, right? So... The same way when, when Celie found her spirit, her strength that she was needing. That's right, convoluticated. That's what they like to do, convoluticated. Almost done in Baptist equal 45 minutes unless it's a revival. Come on, Char Jawaru, know what I'm talking about. I'm almost done. I swear I'm almost done. So let's look at John 3 real quick. John 3, 3 through 5. For that power that makes you come alive. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Stick a pen there. I'm going to come back on that. Nicodemus said, uh, saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? 
Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom. I didn't make that up. The word says it right there. There is my receipt. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Somebody says spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. The water and of the spirit so you can push one part aside you're still missing something right and it's a, he cannot enter into the kingdom of god you can go out and do all the works that you want to do you can be there before the church open you can be there the entire time while the church is open monday for the, uh through friday you can go on saturday you can go on sunday but the word says and whether uh it convictualizes or convolutates you and makes you feel some type of way or not except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God again hey come on now somebody then you have to figure you have to harness that power within and what's the movie said release the Kraken release the Kraken unleash the power first Corinthians 6 18 and 19 tells you how to harness and unleash uh, uh, unleash that power and harness it Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside of the body. But he commits he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Here we come now. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of what? Hey, the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own. I am not my own. Let's back it up again and put 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7 under that. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of sound mind. Come on now, somebody. So you wake that power up. You say, Lord, come to into to my life wake him up and say i'm here i'm right here and then you're ready to unleash it then you stay charged up with it you fill yourself up when you get low you stick your finger up and say oh charge me acts two and four and they were filled with what the holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance come on now somebody ephesians 5 18 and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit so we 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 woke it up we've unleashed it we're harnessing it now right then we're saying charge me fill you up and then you say well what next oh what next is the power that anoints that anointing power of that holy ghost spirit when you know that it ain't nothing but the holy spirit the holy ghost power that's coming over you when you're inside the sanctuary when you're inside the walls of the building you know that building's full of nothing excuse me of nothing but the holy 
Holy Ghost power is so thick when you're waving him and you're ushering him and you're saying, come on in, come on in. You can just feel the spirit. You can see it. You, and you're just like, Lord, I know you're here. And you just worship in that. You don't say, oh, okay, you know what? We, we, I got two more services I got to teach this Sunday. So I'm going to need y'all to cut this praise short. I'm going to give you a 30-second praise. I'm going to give you a 60-second praise. Bam! That's not how any of this works. The Holy Spirit is not on a timer. Come on now, somebody. You got to stop this because the power is anointing. If we look at 1 John 2, 26 and 27, these things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you will abide in him. That may not be enough. Let me give you a another spoonful, right? Acts 1, 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Come on now. Y'all take all the time that you want to praise. Ain't no time limit on praise around here. We don't have 30 second praise break. We don't have 60 second praise break. I'm not going to give you a minute and 25 seconds to praise break. You take all the time that you want because it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. When you go out into the highways and byways, you're being a witness to the power of the Holy Spirit. When you go into the jack in, in the box, you're a witness to the power of the Holy Spirit. When you go into Wally World, you're a witness to the power of the Holy Spirit. People just see the charge coming out for you. They're like, oh my goodness. Oh, you ever touch somebody and you're like, hey, you shocked me. When that and say, hey, that's that power of that Holy Spirit. Let me tell you about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Come on, electrify yourself, right? Then let's look here uh, at Ezekiel 1. 15, 16. Now, as I behold the living creatures, behold one wheel upon the earth by living creatures with his four faces. I'm almost done. The appearance of the wheels and their work was like unto the color of burl. And they had four, and they four had one likeness. And their appearance and their work as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Imagine it back then. Remember the wheels, it was one big one. And it had the center. But those spokes were fastened to a second what they call the hub. That's what we need. Our wheel is not going to work right forwarded to present day. If your lug nuts are loose, you are not connected to the hub. If your axle is loose, you are not connected properly to the hub. You're just riding down the road, just a wobbling and a clanking. And at some point, the tire is going to come off. And that cannot be a good look. So we need to make sure everything is properly. We're connected to the hub, connected to the source, plugged in. And I want to look at that real quick from... Um, from the message. I like to break it down. I don't like it to be uh, convoluted, right? So let's look at Ezekiel here. The four creatures look like a blazing fire or like fiery torches. Tongues of fire shot back and forth between the creatures and out of the fire bolts of lightning. The creatures flash back and forth like strikes of lightning. 
as I watch the four creatures. Let me get it here. Actually, let me back back up. I uh, where are we at? Ezekiel. I done lost my spot. I knew I had this thing. There we go. That's right. And as I watched the four creatures, I saw something that looked like a wheel on the ground beside each of the four-faced creatures. That is what the wheels looked like. They were identical wheels, sparkling like diamonds in the sun. It looked like they were wheels within a wheel, like a, a gyroscope. I, you know, and that's another, I love the Message Bible. For those that I say that look at it, and if you're reading the King James and you're like, man, I don't know what you're saying, go to the New King James. And if that don't break it down enough, go to another version until you get that full understanding that you need. But I like to bring it from those different versions and I actually had Ezekiel marked real quick and I wanted not Ezekiel um Isaiah 40 marked because I wanted to go through that and leave that in plain terms God doesn't come and go God lasts the power of God he's creator of all you can see or imagine he doesn't get tired out doesn't pause to catch his breath and he knows everything inside out he energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to the dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Broken it down, nice and simple, easily understandable. So the message tonight, what's your Albert? What's your mister, right? Relating that to the color purple for those that come in late. What's holding you back from getting that father, that son, and that holy ghost power, right? You bring it to life as we talked about. And then you unleash and you harness that power within. And then you stay charged and plugged in to that source when you feel like you're getting a little bit low plug into that power that anoints that power of god there is no other power like it I, there is nothing that nobody can do or uh, say to convince me otherwise y'all know that i always say that so i hope you found something in tonight's message that if you came in feeling a little bit down that lifted your spirits, right? Are you made? I've heard something to say, you know what? I never thought about it like that. That old tornado, she owned something once again. I'm going to have to go back and catch that replay and go back and study to show myself approved and go through those scriptures and break that down and spend some time in it. Move it around how I always recommend that we do. Study to show yourself approved. Go back. Don't just take my word from it, even though I read it straight from the word. Don't just take my word for go back study do the research right oh and real quick before i pop out of here the journal is finally done as you can see here i've redone the cover the journal the workbook which page is this here this is the be yourself page i have finally finished it i will be doing pre-orders on the site um it has um the daily word pages throughout it i'm telling you it is packed it is packed you know i don't come up short i don't shortcut um i really want people to find that healing to have all of the tools everything that you need to line yourself up right so that's our message for tonight go out 
re-plug in and, and invite him in and say, come on, Lord, I want some of that Holy Ghost spirit, right? Y'all remember that old Lemon Battles tune? Y'all remember Lemon Battles? She talks about that Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. You want it? Ah, it's enough to go around. Ah. <laughs> he ain't selfish with it. Go back to the altar. <laughs> if you leave feeling a little weak, maybe it's time to go back and say, you know what? I think I need to pray a little bit more. I need a little bit more of that Holy Ghost power. Hey! And you're going to know when you got it right because everything going to change about you. You're going to feel a little bit different. You're going to say, hey, I got whoa, that Holy Ghost power. Come on now. Come on. Until next time, walk good. Do good. Be good. Go get you some of that Holy Ghost power. Hey. What y'all know about this? Sometimes we got to go back. That's right. Come on, let me tell them. This one, they didn't rush them out. If you came away from the altar looking a little bit weak, they would usher you back up there. You know, the ushers just didn't walk you through the aisles to show off the outfits. They said, come on, go back to the altar one more time. Put your head down. Go back. Tell you need a little bit more of that Holy Ghost power. That's how you recharge. Lay prostrate if you have to and say, feel me, Holy Ghost, feel me. Come on, Lemon. Go back to the house. Some of you need to go back in Come on. Some of you need to go back. Go back and say, Pastor, I'm still hungry. I need you to give me a little bit more on my plate. Go back and say, I need a little bit more, Pastor. Uh-uh, you're not feeding me from the pulpit. You're taking my money for groceries, but you're not feeding me, Pastor. Come on, hey! That's right, dance like David. Feel yourself. Right, and remember, as I always say, the message is to the messenger first.
Come on! When you're feeling tired, when you're feeling weak, go, go back. Hey! But you pay the bookie, you pay the drug man, you pay everybody. Hey! Get it, Lord, what's his? Go back to the altar now. Come on. Hey. When you're walking to your job tomorrow and they say, what's wrong with you? Be like, ain't nothing wrong with me. I got the Holy Ghost power. Yay. Go back. Remember Isaiah 40. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. When you go back for more of that Holy Ghost power, remember that. Come on now, somebody. <laughs> hey. Shame to praise him. Let him have it. Welcome it in. Come on, Holy Ghost power. Come on. Hey. Yes. Woo. Yes. Somebody in here know what I'm talking about. Somebody want to go back. Somebody need to go back tonight. Come on now. <laughs> It's okay to turn around and go back and say, I need another helping. The same way when you push that plate and say, I need a second helping. Go back and say, give me another helping of that Holy Ghost power. Come on now. Hey! Woo! Woo! Yes, 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Oh, I love y'all. Till next time, walk good, do good, be good. Keep on praising it. Tornado, I'm out of here. I love y'all. I really, really do. Hey! You all know the Torah. 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 Nay, 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 nay.